Along with individual experts, Surgeon Masters brings you life improvement strategies in 10 minutes. These proven principles and strategies are easy to learn and can be applied immediately, allowing you to practice your best. Here's your host, Jeff Smith. On this episode of the Surgeon Masters mini podcast, I have with me Dr. Tamir Wolf. Dr. Wolf is a surgeon and a PhD who is a co-founder of surgical intelligence startup theater. And theater is using video capture in the operating room to help surgeons improve our craft. Tamir, welcome. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Jeff. So Tamir, tell me a little bit about your the story of what you're doing now, having trained as a surgeon and now being so active in a in a what sounds like a very successful startup. Well, it's interesting. I have a background as a as a physician, but actually dove into theater from the patient family angle after witnessing variability in the way that both my previous boss and my wife uh, received treatment from for appendectomy while living in New York. It's amazing. Seven miles apart, each one receives very, very different uh, treatment, even though seemingly similar condition. And it amazed me. And it, it all comes down to, to the fact that surgery essentially is an apprenticeship. And so the performance of a surgeon and what they do and how they think is really a byproduct of relatively limited experience set based off of where they trained as surgeons. And so witnessing that really led me to think of or try to think of ways where we can leverage technology in order to tackle that variability, tackle that disparity that we see today. There's this, you know, as the more I dove into it, the more I realized that where you live determines if you live. And so the idea is, all right, how do we leverage all the technological advancement that we have today in order to understand what best practices look like and then disseminate? So that's in a nutshell. And so what did you notice in that experience that really hit home to you or hit kind of to give you your drive? Well, obviously, it was very personal, my wife. But I think, you know, ultimately, we have we have surgery that hasn't changed for like 400 years. And the idea of being able to leverage technology in order to identify what best practices look like and then disseminate them at scale is something that is really captivating to me. The idea of understanding how best decisions, how the best decisions for a particular patient are taken in a procedure and then codifying that and then enabling each and every surgeon to level up is really something that I believe is fascinating. And I think that, you know, when we think about the future and the evolution of the field of surgery, that's really where innovation is going to come. I think it's not, you know, it's no more about like a high definition type of TV or a better camera or better scalpel. It really is all about analyzing what we are actually doing today in the operating room, learning from all the information that can be potentially gathered and continuously improving from that. And I think I heard you share, or you, I know you've shared that in surgery, that while skill might matter when it's compared to the, the skill and dexterity versus the decision-making, that one seems to have a far greater impact on, on outcomes. Yeah, it's interesting. I heard a top-notch surgeon recently that told me that he's been practicing for 30, 35 odd years. Technically, he doesn't think that he's changed all that much, but what he has gathered throughout that period of time is really the ability to make far better decisions, to have that situational awareness, understanding what you're seeing in front of you, 
and then responding to it. And that aspect, I think, is the most meaningful. The decision-making capabilities of an individual as they're continuously encountering various scenarios, which is a constant in surgery, is the crucial part. And that is something that is lost today. It's not something that is taught you know, formally. It's something that you'll gather as a surgeon by osmosis, being in the operating room for hours on end, for years on end. And so what if, you know, we could change that paradigm? You know, we can gather, you know, these understandings and understand how decisions are being made and then showcase them to surgeons so that, you know, it doesn't take 30 years to be able to understand what a good decision in surgery looks like. So take it to the next level. Like what should surgeons be really paying attention to now to kind of move this forward? So I think the first step is the world of surgery is like very, very interesting in that it's like still kind of a silo. And even though there are procedures, a lot of them minimally invasively that are done, for example, under visual guidance, the vast majority of them are not captured, they're not stored, and they're not analyzed. And so the first thing is to just gather every case that you do, if it's minimally invasive, gather the footage so that you can then review it and analyze it. Elite athletes do it all the time. They take a look at their stats. Surgeons do nothing of the kind. So I think that's really, you know, one of the key messages is to, if you don't capture, you can't measure. And if you don't measure, you can never improve. And so having an understanding of process and what's actually being done in the operating room is critical as you as a surgeon continuously hone your craft. Excellent. And, and it sounds like the future then holds that uh, a lot of this video can be analyzed at, at a higher level, but certainly we can start by analyzing it at the, the basic level. Yeah, I mean, what we've done, and really the secret sauce of with the team, it's in a royal way. It's actually like a team that, that has done it, <laughs> um, which I think is, is amazing, is for a growing number of procedures, you know, starting out in general surgery, urology, gynecology, I'd be able to automatically leverage computer vision to automatically identify key moments in the, um, in the procedure. These are key steps of a procedure, key events that occur, like leaks and bleeding, key milestones, many safety milestones. The ability to automatically identify them allows us to not only review hours of surgery and footage within, within minutes, but everything then lends itself to an, a granular understanding of what is happening in a procedure. So I can just give you one example. In hysterectomy, for example, there's a critical step that has to be done, which is deliberate viewing of the ureter in a lot of cases. Now, today, there's no real understanding of like how predominant that is, but that lends itself or, or leads to less complications in this procedure. The ability to automatically identify whether or not this was done in a procedure allows us to take a look you know, within the department, across surgeons and across all their procedures, and identify how that is done. We've actually done this in one department that we work with, and we saw significant variability between attending surgeons. While some surgeons did this like 0% of the time, others did it 65% of the time. The interesting thing is that once we showed them this data that took us less than a minute to, to generate, things changed from a cultural perspective. And when we compared months preceding to just showing and visualizing the data to the months after, we saw that afterwards, there's a lot more dedication and devotion to achieving the safety milestone which led to a reduction in the number of intraoperative events like bleeding, et cetera. Interestingly enough, it also reduced the, uh, the time in the OR. And so if we identify best practices 
as they relate to quality, as they relate to safety. And we have a good partner at a department level, meaning that they view this as meaningful and, you know, they help, you know, push and promote a cultural shift in the department. Then obviously we improve patient care, but also, you know, this results in operational efficiencies that increasing throughput in the OR, et cetera. So I think a lot of this goes to standardization of best practices, which is everything that we're, we're aiming to do. That's excellent. And that was a great example. Just to remind folks where they kind of start, what do you think is the first step? The first step is routinely capture each and every procedure that you do and then review it. Obviously, you can review hours, but if there's a way of reviewing hours within minutes, then that would be amazing. But the ground floor is really starting to capture everything so that you can then measure and then improve. Fantastic, Tamir. Thanks for joining us. Happy to do so. Thanks for having me again, Jeff. There you have it. In less than 10 minutes, this is Jeff Smith along with Dr. Tamir Wolf. Until the next episode of Life Improvement Strategies for the Surgeon and Once More. Ciao. Now, take 10 minutes and put your plan into action to practice your best.